episode. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the New World Pictures podcast bonus episode. That's right. We're doing a bonus episode. We are in the middle of Vidtober, or actually at the end of Vidtober. That's where we're watching all the movies released by New World Video. But this is our Halloween episode. We've done franchise rankings for the past two years, and we've got another one for you for this Halloween. I'm Ryan. With me, as always, is Mark. Hey, Ryan and Erica. Thank you for inviting me. Really happy to be here. (laughs) Well, you know, uh, you're lucky you got the invite. I'm glad you got the text. And Erica. Mark, make casa is soup. Let me try that again. Is. What is it? Is. Mikasa S. 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 Mark, my house is your. My casa is your casa. <laughs> oh, thank you. Oh, I yeah. love the invite into so your true. casa. So true. So, as I was saying, we, we started out, we ranked all the Hellraisers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Last year, mm-hmm. it was Corntober. We, ra- yeah. we ranked all the children of the corns, mm-hmm. all the corns, all the corns. Uh, and now we are going to be ranking the La Casa series, which uh, is a, ties in a little bit to our August yeah. uh, selections mm-hmm. where we talked about the first house movie uh, because the La Casa series, uh, Mark, uh, d- d- describe what the La Casa series is. Uh, thank you for asking, Ryan. The La Casa <laughs> series is a is a much beloved series. By it is young it's, and old, really around the world. Right? Yeah. Um, the <laughs> the age range of the people that love the La Casa series is enormous. It's it is wild. zero to ninety nine. <laughs> it's like Legos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's it it right. runs all ages. Really. Mm-hmm. It does. The La Casa series also. Um, it has a parallel to the Child's Play series in the sense that while the Child's Play series does an excellent job of each movie connecting to the previous films, the right. La Casa series doesn't try at all no. to tie to any of the other no. movies. Even when it borrows movies from other franchises, those movies right. don't connect to each other. Sometimes, right. so uh, because it's called the La Casa series, you might be able to infer that it has to do with a house. It does, but yes. I would they argue all do. that if if the if the prerequisite is a house, every movie is part of the La Casa series, <laughs> right? There should be more than seven. I think that that's there should true. Be thousands of lacasa movies it's right? a really good question it's uh, mark it's a good point because how come they didn't borrow anything from the amityville series was it just timing i or maybe they thought that series was played out so we'll <laughs> do something different because as it is the lacasa series is some movies made to just be a part of the lacasa series and capitalize off the success mm-hmm. Of the first two Evil Deads, which, of course, you know, is an Italian tradition that <laughs> goes back to, uh, of course, George, uh, uh, George Romero's uh, Dawn two. of the Dead, yep, the yep. Zombie 2, and then 3 and 4 and Killing Birds, yep. and um, which we've talked about on this podcast. And this ties into this. This has some of the same uh, characters and same, behind same the cast. scenes members as as 
killing birds. This it's is killing almost, birds. Uh, That's right. Indirect killing bird sequel. Some of That's these. right. Uh, so, so uh, in that tradition, they take some of those, but then some of the later La Casa series are movies that were made before La Casa Five. So, just right. to make sure you didn't think that these tied in, they don't tie in at all. As it, it, which was Mark's point, but so effectively, what they did is they they released Evil Dead One and Two as La Casa One and Two. They did really well. Some producers said, "Let's capitalize on this." Typically, uh, specifically Joe D'Amato, Joe D'Amato, and Film Mirage, yeah, right. productions, yeah. And so uh, we're gonna make La Casa three, four, and five. Yep. And then Which also in typical Italian, I don't know, movie making history. They decided for the next two to just buy up a couple other movies and rename them uh, La Casa Six. Just and to keep seven. keep the series going. At this point, they're like, "Let's why go through all the hard labor of making a movie? Let's just <laughs> right. slap the La Casa brand on another movie. That being Creep, no House Two and House Three. House Two and House Three and House Four. They said, you know what, the La Casa series is done." We're good. <laughs> we don't need any more entries. Seven is fine. Well, like, well, we have right. another house movie. Nope, we're we're fine. We don't need we don't need to put. It's so chaotic. To... I like it. <laughs> it sounds like pure chaos. It is. That's because it House is. Four they brought back William Cat, and they're like, "Fuck that guy. I don't like him. <laughs> I never liked Greatest American Hero." It was a very we're unsuccessful out. show in Italy. They were like, "We do it not was. care for William Cat." William they Pat couldn't. They couldn't put the process. Perry Mason movies over there into Italy. They were like, "No, that, thank you." That pussy is not going to be in one of our movies. <laughs> um, I think, and that's because this... his hair was so fluffy. It reminded them of a cat. Right. They meant it of in a cat. cat. I mean, come on. Right, 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 right. right. Guys, they don't wouldn't... go there yeah, with your come minds. On. Come on, guys. Seriously, <laughs> I, I, my jokes are better than that. Yeah, um, come on. We're not going to get. I think. Are they? <laughs> not, not... <laughs> We don't jump to the gutter for our jokes, don't we? Uh, I I think what's going to be really interesting about this ranking, right, is that this may be, in fact, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. This is going to be the first time that our lists match across the board. <laughs> well, they matched pretty. When we ranked the house movies, which we did when when, when we in mm-hmm. August when we talked about house and then we ranked the house franchise. Mm-hmm. We were pretty much sim- simpatico and I feel yep. like we're going to be fairly simpatico on these you know the, yep. uh, in our lists, particularly at the top. So the fun is going to really be when we start at 7 and go up in our rankings. Because I feel like right. we have a good idea of where we're gonna, what, which ones are gonna be one and two. They might be in slightly different orders. Who knows? But I think we have a pretty good idea like got, of which ones. I, I, I think we're pretty good on those. I think we I know. I don't want to give a spoiler, but we did gift each other Evil Dead blankets. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, I mean, wait, wait, wait. That's not your seven. <laughs> Wait a second. Wait a seven bad or good. Seven's the bottom, guys. Oh, okay. I mean, come on. I mean, you're, oh, right. you're right, right, really right. not giving La Casa three, four, and five a whole lot of credit. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know how hard it is to get a ghost house blanket? 
Not easy. <laughs> not, not easy. easy. Not easy. So we had to settle for Evil Dead because we couldn't get Ghost House. I don't know. I don't get good radio reception here, so I might have been able to order a blanket, but the, the reception's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got on my ham radio set and I said, calling everybody. Hey, you should have just driven around until you found a a factory. That's right. Just drive around. That's fair. Right. I was going to get you guys all witchery pillows, but I was too busy trying to write that book about about that German. I don't blame you. Translating a book in German because you need a unique translator to do that. It's a very obscure book, guys. Nobody knows this book (laughs) but me. Who else but me? <laughs> uh, all right. Oh, we are uh, just spoiling it for all the listeners right now. <laughs> no, we're not. No, we're not. Is Everyone's... anybody on the edge of their seat to hear this? I mean, Break I hope it? so. I Oh, if you are. Ooh. I'm really hoping that our numbers just just jump through the roof in Italy. Jump through the casa. <laughs> jump out of La Casa. I'm banking on Dirk and maybe one other person are really excited <laughs> about this list. <laughs> <laughs> he's I I yeah yeah <laughs> he's probably gonna be a little disappointed maybe here and there. <laughs> uh well okay so let's get into this and get into our list and before we do let's just quickly go through the La Casa franchise so that everybody's aware. So as Mark was saying, La Casa one is the first Evil Dead. La Casa two is Evil Dead Two. La Casa three Ghost House from 1988. La Casa 4, Witchery from 1988. La Casa 5 is Beyond Darkness from 1990. La Casa 6 is House 2, the second story. Uh, La Casa 7 is House 3, the horror show. And those are the movies that we're going to be ranking, starting with you, Erica. Let's start with you and your number seven. What did you rank number seven of this illustrious la casa franchise yes number seven the bottom of the barrel the movie i absolutely hated the most (laughs) i hated it so much i couldn't even get through it and that would be 1990s beyond darkness hey (laughs) thank you everyone thank you thank you thank you they agree they agree i couldn't get through it I hated it. I thought it was What boring. do you remember? <laughs> I remember the title sequence. Okay. I remember it starting. Cool. And um, that's about it. <laughs> I remember there was darkness Fair. in it. Fair. Wasn't it like a battle of the occult? It didn't make any damn that's, bit of sense. That's, a couple that's, battle of witches or something. You it could, was like, you, I didn't, I can't. There you are some, kinda... some witch, witch elements, yeah. There's a ba- battle between uh, what I have to assume are a couple of Episcopalian priests because one of them's married. Yes, um, right. And they move into a new house. This one really yep. does up the the house ante. Yes. Um, uh, the shooting, I think, in the same house that um, the Beyond was shot in. The Beyond, and I, th- and also Killing Birds. Okay. Oh, yeah. So they oh, shot yeah. that in there. Same one. Directed mm-hmm. by Claudio Fergasso, who is often mm-hmm. an Italian screenwriter, also the uh, director of another illustrious movie, Troll 2. Wow. And just another one of his American <laughs> productions. Uh, Don't including get excited, one of- everyone. We're going to be ranking the Troll series <laughs> next year. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Much shorter episode. <laughs> and, 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 not as... Not, it doesn't go as deep, the Troll franchise. 
it's what's your bottom and, and by that minutes. i mean two and what's your number one and we're done <laughs> <laughs> uh in fact it even has beyond uh, darkness even has um this the same the kid from troll 2 is that also plays mm-hmm. the kid in this who gets possessed and that's mm-hmm. there's possession did you remember that <laughs> uh, it didn't grip me oh, okay. i'm telling you that's it didn't fair. grip that's me fair. it didn't keep my attention it clearly just... it clearly didn't well yeah. the credit sequence got you and then uh, from seven. there i guess it peaked mark what is your number seven Mine is also 1990s Beyond Darkness. Um, I agree. This movie is a bore. Um, (laughs) Yeah. But ironically, it's the most, it has the most of a Fulci look to it. A lot of zoom in to close-ups on faces. Sure. A lot of white eyes. A lot of smoke. It feels the most like a, early 80s Italian horror movie. It's just mm-hmm. unfortunately really boring. Yeah. Um, yeah. It doesn't go anywhere and it takes its time going where it goes. And mm-hmm. uh, you, none of the characters are particularly endearing. Even the kids are kind of obnoxious. Um, but I think, again, I was a little disappointed because the way it looks it it looks exactly the way I want the movie to look, and I'm like, this should be great. It's just not. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Which is also why this is my number seven. Oh, oh, yeah. All right. See, you didn't even throw it a bone. <laughs> well, it is. You know, to, Mark, Mark, and I both love Italian movies, and so oh, there's a lot of. That's the first I'm hearing of this. <laughs> yes. Oh my God, I didn't know. <laughs> no, guys. Cool. You certainly not have to haven't mm-hmm. had to sit through a whole bunch of you, them. You should talk about that more. <laughs> but uh, as much as I like them, and as much as Mark is right, I feel like this has a great look to it. I think stylistically, it looks really good, for, particularly for Claudio Fragasso. You know, uh, directing it, uh, I think it has a great style. I love it when you have like Italian directors coming to America to shoot movies, which is what we really get with the La Casa, some of these La Casa movies. Um, I always really enjoy that. And, and it has has a lot that it feels like it should work, but it, and it is trying more than, than some of the others, I feel like, trying to really be uh, scary and trying to really set a mood. It just, it's, uh, it's a little too ponderous and it just takes too much time. And unfortunately, that's why it's my number seven as well. Yep. Yep. So so let's go to our number six in the Lacosta series. Erica, what did what did you pick for number six? Drum roll, please. <laughs> that might be the worst drum roll you've ever heard. My number six, agree with me or don't, is witchery. Mm. <sighs> okay. We're in a word. Wow. Okay. <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Explain yourself. There is a lot to like about witchery. Mm, okay. Um, David Hasselhoff is in it. Yes. For one. I'll just put that out there if you haven't yeah. seen it. It has a lot of elements that it does not describe. So you just need to figure it out. You yeah. need to just it makes you do a little work. You have to kind of work yeah. for it. There's um some laughable deaths that that are oh yeah just i don't know how much we want to spoil on it but there's some that are like come on 
Nobody, right, right. nobody would smell a body burning that's stuffed into a chimney. Right. Come on. <laughs> Sometimes a burning body just smells like wood. How right. bad is that house smell already that they mm-hmm. don't notice that someone's melting in the chimney? Yeah. Also, like, and I felt like you, I feel like you didn't react to this enough as I anticipated you would. But when Linda Blair, Linda Blair's in the movie too. Yeah. So when Linda Blair drops her pills into the tub and the tub is just filled this empty house has t- a tub with some dirty water that's just sitting there. Uh-huh. She reaches into the tub. Like, I'm like, time to get new pills. <laughs> right. right. Uh, We're going I, home I, tomorrow. Unfortunately, I, I did. Yeah. I'm unfortunately dropped these pills into some filthy ass water, but then she reaches into the tub to get them. And I was expecting you to be like, no, do not just forget those pills, abandon those pills. But you didn't, that wasn't a problem for you. depends on the pills. <laughs> I mean, how bad okay. is my head hurt? Okay. You know, like right. I might okay. need those pills. How bad is my diarrhea? I might need those pills. <laughs> dirty water, be damned. What yes. do I want more? Yeah. Maybe dirty, dirty water getting in my mouth, or you know, paint pouring out of my butt. <laughs> <laughs> well, you shouldn't eat paint for one. That's the that's a big well, problem. I don't know. Um, there is a lot to love about it. It, it is. Uh, this was a tough one to put so low. Um, I do think it's somewhat interchangeable with my number five. I will say that. But um, there was just enough about it that wasn't fun. There are a lot of funny elements, like I said, deaths that are like, come on. Um, yeah, the sewing of the mom's lips and the lips look so fake. They're so clearly fake lips that are being sewn shut. Yeah. There's so many things about it that are laughable, but then there was also just other parts of it that I don't want to go into. But there's there's a gross scene um, with David Hasselhoff's girlfriend that I think oh, is yes. very unnecessary. Yes, yeah. And because those other deaths are so ridiculous and cartoonish, to then have this very violent um, situation for his girlfriend just felt like, Ugh, ew. Yeah. And it did not have the payoff of if you're you know if you're already watching a very um gory movie or a very scary gory movie you've chosen that and you want to watch that and that's kind of the path you've gone down and there's certainly that genre you know for for the crowd who's into that and they're into that but this movie was like really it's a shiny witch and there's a sparkly diamond yeah and then it was the villain just this very violent scene and i'm like this doesn't fit well let's see are we going to stay on the same page let's find out mark what was your number six um my number six is witchery (gasps) um wow wow okay so (laughs) witchery is when you for the for the four five and or the three four five the three four fives each one of those is really playing into a specific fear. So beyond darkness, the fear is losing a child. And this one is anyone who's ever had a dream of like all their teeth falling out or anything Jeez. happening to their mouths. Right. Right. That is yeah. what the witchery is. Right. Gonna, that is what's yeah, terrifying. Everybody has some sort of mouth trauma in this movie. Mm-hmm. Now you talked mm-hmm. about the, the, the the when the thing when the movie suddenly gets hardcore and g- kind of goes off the rails although that does pay off in the ending cuz she ends up pregnant with the witch or whatever in the end 
right? Yeah. Which baby or I mean the yeah, devil babe baby demon I don't know. Who's But this yeah. one this one is also it has it has one of the stars from Killing Birds which is the girlfriend. Yep. And Leslie Cumming. It's Leslie Cumming. Terrible. Two movies. She did two movie, two movies total witchery and killing birds. That's all she did. Well, after you do that, what else do you need? I mean, what else, what else do you need to do? And I recognize that David Hasselhoff went through a period where his career wasn't what, you know, there was a gap between Knight Rider and Baywatch Right. And he was trying to find his footing. Right. But he must have walked onto that set and been like, what the fuck? Seriously? <laughs> like, well, there must, I would love to have been a fly on the wall when he called his agent and was like, <laughs> you're not going to fucking believe this movie I'm on right now. <laughs> I mean, well, <clears throat> that's the thing is that he was, at the time, he was married to uh, Catherine Hickland, who was also in the movie. She plays one of the real estate agents, the blonde real estate agent. Mm-hmm. And they were having marital troubles. And so they were sort of off and then on again during this movie. And I think they were trying to work it out. So they did this movie together. Uh, Catherine Hickland, of course, also the star of Ghost Town. Right. Uh, that we right. talked about, which right. was released by New World Video. Right. An Empire yep. Pictures movie, but released by right. New World Video. And so they were trying to work that out. So I think that's how he ends up in this. He's actually, though, really good in this, I think. Yeah. No, he's good in it. Yeah. Um, This is actually also one of two back-to-back David Hasselhoff, Linda Blair movies. Because then they star in another movie right after this. They shoot another movie called Bailout, a.k.a. uh, WB Blue and the Bean, which... (laughs) is what? a what? yeah that it was that's what it was going to be called it was going to be like a tv it's like a tv pilot for what was going to be a series hopefully uh david hasselhoff and his buddies blue and the bean which is his mexican friend oh so oh. yeah oh. yeah yeah and wb yeah. means white boy because that's oh. what he's called okay. By his okay. buddy Blue, who's an African American. Oh boy! And oh, so boy. it ends up being a just a movie called Bailout, and uh, Linda Blair is captured by like a, a South American dictator of some kind. They have to anyway. It's a it's it's a pretty fun movie. I have to say, the Linda Blair David Hasselhoff collabs not bad, not bad as it all turns out. However, I'm also gonna put this as my number six. <gasps> No way! Wow! Wow! You trickster! I thought you had it up there higher. I I, look. I do. We, as we've mentioned on this podcast, shine a shiny light in my eyes, and I couldn't (laughs) explain what was happening. It is. We've talked about this movie in the past, and bonus episodes on this Mm -hmm. uh, podcast where Mm -hmm. we wanted to watchery the witchery. It's still possible. Because IMDb lists New World as having some some part in uh, as one of the distribution companies for The Witchery. I don't find any evidence of that being true so far. So this may be the only time we ever talk about it. But there's so much of this movie that I really like. It's really, really dumb in some of the best ways. The woman in black and the little boy's friendship and the little boy always trying to tell them about her her and that there's a woman in the house. They're just at this weird 
abandoned house. It looks like a hotel that's on this tiny little island out in like Massachusetts or something. And they're trying to sell it. And they're like, there's a woman in the house. And everyone always goes, what are you talking about? Oh, there's a, uh, oh, anyway. And they move on. I'm like, if there's, you're in a tiny, there's nothing else on this island but this house. Go investigate for this kid. Mm -hmm. They forget about this. Then later on, they forget about this kid altogether. Mm -hmm. It's just an amazing stuff. Now, uh, when you have the witchery and you have moments like this, it's hard not to love this movie. When the light is split into prisms, your travails and the labors of your pregnancies will be transformed into joys, and may they be multiplied. And let the suffering in which you shall give birth to your children become pleasure of the body. Silly book really has a hold on you, doesn't it? The silly book just happens to be the source of half the theories on which I'm basing my book. Just be the key to the mystery of the witch's light. It was written by this really obscure German writer. It's never been translated. I mean, (laughs) she did two movies, and I swear every time I watch her, I am intoxicated because I, is she, I, I, her delivery, I'm not going to say it's bad. I just, I don't understand what's happening. I don't understand why her words are slurring or why she won't open her mouth fully. Like, did she just have a dental surgery that, you know, really, I don't, I don't, I'm, but it's just, I can't, you know, she's very watchable. And so, but I just, her performance throughout this is just amazing. And, uh, I, you know, there's lots of really great, great moments in this uh, as right. well. Uh, some of the deaths in it are just goofy. Um, you know, I really like the 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 whole cast in this. It's a lot of fun. Um, when they get sucked into the netherworld. And they and all have, they're like all a, that same circular red background. Like, oh. like spiraling background, like they're falling mm-hmm. into a pit yeah. of despair. But you can tell they're just in a room with their arms up right. going, ah, Yeah, I mean, ah. unbelievable. It and is, then It is that, slow clap worthy. And again, outside of the scene that Eric is talking about, when they're in that underworld, it's mainly like two homeless people behind a gate. And oh, it's I like, know. what is this place? I know. It's like two hobos, like burning something in a trash can. Or seemingly, it just feels like, what? What is this? And is this spooky? Is it, are we supposed to be scared? Like, there's so many questionable choices. And I, I do really enjoy this movie outside of that scene. And it's just that for me, some of the other movies we're going to talk about, I just like more. But I right. feel like we are into good movies at this point. I like The Witchery, but it is going to be my number six. Yeah, I, I just one last thing on that, whatever, Hell or whatever they... The limbo the I know where it is, is yeah. where they go Whatever to it it's like shot in red and it's supposed to be old and ancient and and there's all this smoke but the entire set is like freshly cut pine yeah and I'm not yep. kidding like yeah. I'm like yeah. that wood has not even aged at mm. all like that was no. cut hours before they yep. shot this Yep. They didn't bother to do anything to dirty the it. The art up. director just got that thing constructed right before they were ready to go, you know, call action. And he was so proud of himself for getting that thing up there. He was like, man. Whew. And boy, did they have some, they had some really good pine at Home Depot. Man, that was. Uh, evidently. They had a yeah. really, he was very pleased with getting that up. But yeah, it's, it's, it's a fun movie. Um, 
I enjoy it, but yeah, number six. So going to number five, what is your number five, Erica? Okay, my number five, I hinted at it. Did I? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know if I hinted at it. But my number five, um, this just in, if you can hear me, if the signal's loud (laughs) enough, my number five is Ghost House. (laughs) Okay. We can't go off half cocktail. (laughs) (laughs) Ghost House, I thought, was just a trip. It, It took some twists and turns Mm -hmm. a good portion of it is about ham radio which you would not expect from something being called ghost house um there's a spooky ghost puppet that attacks someone and i guess its demon is strong enough to take those little puppet arms and choke a human out (laughs) there are some there's an rv moment where someone's told to like take shelter in the rv an rv really what's the lock on that thing like (laughs) i mean could you break into it with a pencil yes yes as a matter of fact an rv that gets rocked mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. a girl inside going back and forth getting shoved everything's almost falling flipped. off the shelf yeah. almost, almost flipped she's going oh god her. and then later they go hey go back in the rv for safety they're yeah. saying and she goes right. okay yeah because she apparently just can't remember minutes ago when she went into the rv and the whole thing nearly topped over on her but i it it's just it's wild and i think <laughs> It was, it was tough to even put, I really, this was probably the one that I was like, God, is five, is that enough? Is that high enough? Because it's just so random. Mm-hmm. And after it was over, I, I couldn't believe it. I was like, well, that was wild. That yeah. was not what I thought no. it would be at all. No. So that's my number five. Number Ghost five. House. Okay. Well, Mark. Is this your number five? My number five is also Ghost House. Oh, I mean, my gosh. <laughs> Here's the Are thing. Are our list going to be exactly the same? <laughs> What's your prediction? number five? Mark, What's your number five? go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, Mark. I'm just going to say, to everything Erica said, I agree with. It also has a clown, and every time the clown appears, they play the soundbite. That is, it is not scary, more annoying Mm-hmm. But yes. it happens constantly. A lot. In this movie. And at first you laugh because you're like, that is a ridiculous noise. And then you sort of get lulled into its seductive tones. And you're like, that it would be kind of creepy to listen to. Oh, by the way, back up one second here. Back to witchery. I have to just say, 
nobody reacts the way a normal human would react if they ran into the shit that they ran into in that house. True. They they see all kinds of shit and they just stand there and stare at it. They mm-hmm. don't get scared. They're not running out of the house. They're not freaking the fuck out. They're just like, well, that's weird. Mm-hmm. And they continue to just stay. Just like having the pills after it's in dirty water. Now, <laughs> Ghost I'm house. just saying, what do I need those pills for? It might be an emergency. <laughs> I mean, it was apparently. I might need some of that dirty water to to be able to swallow the pills down. You don't know. Yeah, I, I, you know? I, 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 if I don't have an overnight bag. There's no extra undies. I just, I'm saying. <laughs> Ghost House again, like the other two, plays on a very specific fear. Prime. Now you could argue CB radios might be one of those fears. <laughs> It really is trying to play on the fear of clown clowns. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I feel like that's the gist of, of all of them. Wait, um, and clowns and arguably broken glass. Because there's a lot of broken bro- glass. A lot of broken glass. A lot of broken light this bulbs, is also, broken glass, mirrors. Also, thanks to Ryan, this is the only one of this series that I have the soundtrack to. So <laughs> Yes, you're welcome. You're welcome. Oh, wow. Which so it, I, I have to think is just one song in a loop. Really, like, I mean, I don't, I mean, it, are there other songs? Like, I gave that to you not really knowing what the song, what the soundtrack sounded like. And I'm like, I, nah, I'm sorry. Have you, have you listened to it? Yeah, I have. I honestly have. Um, but here's the question I have for you. Now, now, after watching this movie and hearing that soundtrack, do you think you would put that on and listen mm, to it? Probably not. <laughs> I, I did know, play I, it last time. Am I slowly going insane with my clown puppet? <laughs> right. Maybe. Would it just would it distract me from the pills that are in floating in that dirty water? No, probably it would not. It oh, wouldn't. Okay. It wouldn't. It wouldn't. You need it those wouldn't. pills. Okay, Ryan. Mm-hmm. What is your number? Okay, well, my number five. five. We're gonna have a break because I'm going house three what? The horror show. What? No. Yeah. What? Yeah. That's incorrect. <laughs> We can't go off half cocktail. (laughs) Thank you. Calm down. That's what he's trying to tell you. Calm down on me. I love House Three. I love House Three. I don't. I think I this bring. I have. I am very concerned about your well being (laughs) right now. (laughs) I'm sorry, guys. House Three. I think is was really great. We went through it on our house rankings. I enjoy House Three a lot. Uh, It's Lance Henriksen is incredibly watchable. Brian James uh, is amazing in that movie. Brian James, it's his incredible laugh. It's great. He becomes a turkey. I really he becomes en- the face <laughs> of a turkey that Lance Henriksen stabs yes, in yeah. front of his family. Yes, yeah. mm-hmm. I could this, watch that a million times over. It's, it's so like, if 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 Ghost House is Chaos, House Three is is the pills in the dirty water. <laughs> Wow. If you wanted an even better shocker, House 3 is the better shocker. Wow, that's bold. That's bold. I don't remember us getting this bold uh, when we even did the house rankings. Well, we were putting it up against I still movies, think this, look, we got to remember that a lot. there's a lot of good movies clogging the top of this, right? So Are we going back to the pills here? No. <laughs> that's what's clogging the bathtub. They stuffed their old VHS tapes of Evil Dead and Evil Dead 2 down the drains. 
So for me, this one just got edged out by a movie we may have just discussed. And uh, I went with House 3, the horror show. I really like this movie a lot. I agree with everything you guys said. I There was something that I just liked a little bit more, which pushed, well, that jumped into number I, four. I don't, but know, I don't know if I can continue I, this list with sincerity. I just know that you <laughs> severely disappointed us. Severely. I mean, I live I, to do so, guys. I mean, <laughs> probably not the last time. You've done it. And, you know, when I pass away... And if you're still around, I'm going to come back in that turkey and be like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> you should have ranked them those three higher. <laughs> a worthy reason for you to return from the land of the undead. all my ghost powers. <laughs> to come back into, that into the turkey and make the <laughs> ultimate callback. Uh-huh. And also instruct me that I was wrong. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, let's switch to your number four then, Erica. Well, I mean... House three. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I got a lot that, of shit. <laughs> that I can get behind. That I can agree with. I also am picking house three for my number yeah! four. Oh. <laughs> but there's no fucking way in hell that this that that witchery should supersede this one which it's not witchery uh, witchery is my number six we were all ghost house he's saying ryan's oh, saying ghost, ghost house. house sorry ghost house there's no yeah. way there's no yeah. way i know i agree well then i'm this sorry my number this, four is ghost this. house and oh, it's because Jesus. finally a movie discussed the dangers of ham radio <laughs> and also talked about also how easy it is for you to track a dated ham radio signal. Uh, there was a whole lot in that movie that was just too enjoyable, too ridiculous. I thought Ghost House is a coin flip, really, for me between these two. But I uh, I, I just decided, you know, I'm going to give Ghost House a little edge on on House 3. I, I, I don't know. I... I d- <laughs> Ryan, I, I just <laughs> <laughs> I, um, if anyone is interested in hosting this podcast, there's going to be an opening apparently. <laughs> I, I understand you've always been a Laura Wendell fan. You loved her work with Tenebrae. Yes, <laughs> you, obviously she was a big. She was the the lead character in Killing Birds. Yep, but. Laura Wendell or Lance Henriksen. There's no competition here. Come yeah, on. You really turned your back on Lance. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget her work in My Dear Killer. You can, I hope you yeah. can sleep at night. <laughs> yeah, I will hear your arguments in a court of law after this evening. <laughs> From here on out, <laughs> speak to my lawyers. Erica, what's your number three pick? My number three is number two, house two. Yeah, I'm picking house two also. Oh, no way! (laughs) Yeah, there's... Look, it's it's obviously one of our favorites. We love this movie. It's Uh, fun. It's Royal Dano. Royal Dano. Though, I listened to our... uh, Don't. Don't you dare. I listened to our episode on house two today. Uh Uh-huh. And? Wherein? Now, guys, I mean, if I didn't mention this at the top, uh, we've now passed our four year anniversary. 
So we oh. now have been at this for four years. That happened yesterday. See, we've been at this so long, I forget our anniversary now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're just an old married couple. Yeah. Two of us yeah. really are. And uh, <laughs> and uh, so we've been at this four years. So this is our third episode. We talked about House 2. And someone was not a fan at all of the movie. And two of us that are brothers <laughs> were big fans. But what is great and why I bring it up is that over the years, those mm-hmm. feelings, which are so strong in our episode, have faded for actually um, because we rewatched this just last night and I didn't hear any of those complaints. Mm-hmm. In fact, you greeted this one like an old friend. Yeah. Like an well, old pal. Let me tell you something about being imprisoned in the <laughs> New World universe. Yes. yes. It was an old pal. And I yeah. was like, you know what, old friend? Neither of us is getting out of here alive. So just lull me yeah. to sleep, Gramps and Caterpillar. So the and... pure Stockholm syndrome Correct. of this podcast has you now looking fondly in house too. Correct. And you know what? I'm I'm very pleased to say it is also my number three. House two, though one of my absolute favorites and watching it again last night. uh, It was just like, man, what a warm blanket this movie is. Oh, yeah. It's so fun. It moves so quick. Again, much like we said in the episode, it's not perfect, but it's like, God, it's got so much fun ideas in it. I like the characters. I like the the cast. they, They threw that one together a little quickly. If they had given it just a couple more months. This could go even higher on this list, I would think. But I, I still do love this movie. I loved it since it was its days on VHS. Um, there's just two other seminal horror films above it in this series that sure, sure, you sure. know are going to get uh, you know uh, that the place higher. But I love House Two. I don't think that anyone would be surprised as to as to how our ranking has gone thus far. <laughs> I will say that. Well, two people on the podcast were quite surprised, actually. Well, I'm not surprised at all. I'm not surprised. I'm disappointed. That's very different emotion. (laughs) But um, I think that House 2, I can understand House 2 aging better because we've sat through a lot of Omega syndromes. Mm -hmm. And that, that, when you start a podcast like this, you mm-hmm. watch a, a house two or a children of the corn and you pick you you you, you nitpick a little bit you get you're a little too picky sure and then you especially watch, at the start at the start right yeah. then you watch a space raiders and then you watch right. an omega syndrome and a no retreat no surrender and all of a sudden you're like you say that like it's a bad thing no retreat no surrender <laughs> i'm just saying you only a teenage then. boy learns karate from the ghost of Bruce Lee, and you didn't like this. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying. You only then realize that, you know, maybe you, maybe that meal that you didn't really enjoy a few months back mm-hmm. was actually pretty good. Yeah, you just, had, you know what? You've had, you've had a lot of chicken nuggets, and chicken nuggets are fine, but yeah. you're eating a lot of chicken nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> so you're like i kind of enjoyed that one meal that wasn't chicken nuggets mm-hmm. yeah i'm saying 
Which I've to me is no retreat, no surrender, because that <laughs> that the, that meal is cake, if we recall. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's true. That is nice. very true. Good one. Good one. Uh, good callback. <laughs> good callback. Okay. Dad, uh, how do you nope. remember the movies so well? <laughs> well, I stay awake <laughs> for them. That's 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 the key. That's that's a personal key. I just try to actually stay awake and watch all of them. Hey, look, just... they're entertainment. I'm not. I'm there to be entertained. The work is on them, not me. <laughs> all right. So this is going to be very quick as we we end this uh, podcast out of our rankings. Let's go to our number twos. What is our number twos, Erica? Like this is where we'll probably get in a fight. Um, my number two is Evil Dead One. I agree, but it this was really a coin flip for me mm-hmm. because I like both of them. I mean, they're both basically the same movie. One of them sure. is a little bit a little uh, Evil Dead one is the grungier not it's trying to be scary, not funny. Mm-hmm. And it works extremely well. Evil Dead 2 just takes everything you loved about Evil Dead 1 and ups the ante. Yeah. And he's, you know, he has a little bit more money. He also has more experience of having done the first movie. I mean, he's not a complete not he's not just making his first movie at this point. So I'm the same. Uh, my oh. number two is Evil Dead one. Um, we also, again, watched Evil Dead two again last night, which for how I don't know how many times this is now, but that movie, when I first saw it, just Evil Dead two blew my mind. And I was just like, and and there's still so many scenes and how he made that movie where he sort of blends old school tricks with what Mm -hmm. was, you know, with some tricks of the time, at least uh, tricks that he could afford to do. The makeup, all the makeup and stuff is really, really good. And and too, Uh, obviously, we talked to Mark Showstrom. We interviewed him uh, on this podcast. And so maybe we're biased there, but. The, the makeup looks excellent. Uh, the gore in there is excellent. Like, it's just, it's... The sounds. Like, just yeah. Like yeah. the sound effect and the sounds of yeah. things. Like, really Bruce unnerving. Campbell is a little bit better. Like, the whole... <laughs> he's just got some lines in there that are so hammy. He's, like, really feeling himself, and he's really coming into his own. Uh, and Plus, he wasn't who, quite that, who, there in the first one movie. So like everyone has like gained so much confidence and they're really hitting their stride in two. But you're right. I love the first one a lot. They're both really great films. I love the whole Evil Dead series uh, pretty much for the most part. Certainly the Sam Raimi ones. And so, you know, it's kind of it's a toss up. But for me, Evil Dead 2 edges it out just because. I just every time I watch it, I'm taken back to when I saw it the first time and I was blown away. I think mm-hmm. last night I was just, again, watching the whole scene where he gets thrown through the forest. And it's clearly like, you know, he's and he's going he's swirling around in circles yeah. while all these branches yep. are hitting him. And it's yeah. like, you know, a composite is fake shot and all that stuff. But it's still like it's that sort of blend of all those old techniques with the new techniques and, and, and the, the practical effects and gore. It just, it just, he, I just was, I didn't realize anyone can make a movie like that at the time I saw this movie. And I was just like, this is my favorite movie. Like it was just quickly became one of, you know, this is one of my absolute favorite films of all time. And it still is. So 
Yeah. That's why I had to go Evil Dead 2 over Evil Dead 1, but still great. Both great films. Both great. Yeah. I mean, I think Evil Dead 1, I remember seeing the ad for it in the the our local newspaper, and I think it was NC-17, and it was right. like, this is the scariest movie you'll ever see. And it, of course, as a little kid, I was like, how I, I have to see that. It's got to be just insane. I got that and, bump from Stephen King that was on the poster yeah. and, you know. And it's, I mean, it's, it's a great movie. It's hard. I mean, again, it's a coin flip. But the second one in high school, we watched it so many times. So I was many so times. mesmerized yeah. by how did you get all those shots running through the woods and have the camera stay so steady pre steady cam and, and all of that. And just mm-hmm. all, like you said, the practical effects were so well done. The gore was so well done. Like it was that mix of like, yes, the eyeball pops out and goes into the, into the woman's mouth. And it's like really silly. Yep. But yet then there's like hardcore blood, like not messing around practical effects too. So it's like that perfect marriage of like being silly and we're not going to go too over the top, but at the same time, we're going to go really over the top. Mm-hmm. I mean, who's laughing now? I mean, that's still one of just the, one of the most classic moments, uh, you know, it's, it's, and, and it makes even moments later when you see, you know, the, the camera point of you running through the house and you can kind of see the top of the sets, <laughs> You know, yeah, totally. and you see some of those things where you see a little bit of the, uh, you know, you see a little bit behind the scenes there, but you kind yep. of forgive it because it's just got so much creativity flowing through it. They're doing so much. They hit so many moments so perfectly. Um, him talking to himself through the mirror. I'm thinking about um, the the laughing with uh, the, the deer heads and the clocks mm-hmm. and just there's so many cool, weird things that work and have this sort of logic to them that makes sense and yet they're so weird like it it really just you know it's a it's it's a grand slam home run of a of a movie and so it's you know i mean that who's laughing now line made it into a skinny puppy song that's all you gotta know (laughs) yeah i hope you rot down there (laughs) (laughs) that was for dirk yeah Um. Well, I'm I'm pleased to see that you picked Evil Dead 2 and Evil Dead 1 as your top two. So I know you haven't completely lost your faculties. <laughs> but I do think that that you have a little bit of homework to do after this. Mm-hmm. There's I think I think you need to watch a, something non-New World and just give your, your brain a respite for just yeah, a bit. Yeah, good, good luck on that one. Because we have to turn around and immediately start thinking about next week. We don't have time. We don't have time to not watch new world movies on this podcast. That's that's true. That's true. Yeah. But speaking of that, we are a hundred movies in, a hundred new world movies in, four years in, and this is the end of our first, maybe the first, Vidtober, the first of many to come as we talk about new world pictures movie, new world video movies. Excuse me, uh, as we talk about new world video movies. Uh, and more Vidtobers, but that's it for, for this month. Next month, Mark, you are in charge of the lineup. Do you want to give anybody yeah. a hint of what we're going to be we're, doing we're next? We're diving into Nightvember. Night. When we only talk about movies that have the word night in the title. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when you say Nightvember, it sounds cooler. When I right, explain it, sure. it doesn't sound quite as cool. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, um. So think about the movies that New World released with night in them. Yeah. Wait, yeah. is it night with an N or night with a K N? No, not a K. Night with <laughs> an N. Uh, a, night with a an night N. Night with a K yeah. would be more interesting. And don't think that this, like, yes, this isn't going to start a thing where we do, like, Vapril. All movies that start with <laughs> the or they at the beginning. Vapril. <laughs> You're giving us <laughs> ideas right now. <laughs> We've already did last year. We did Death December with just the, the movies with death in the title. Yeah. Now we're yeah. doing Night Vember. Mm-hmm. So get your it. thinking I'm caps ready. on. Okay, I'm you get ready? Get my flashlight ready and just sneak out into Night Vember. <laughs> <laughs> Become a creature of the Night Vember. Good. Bring your. Make sure to bring November. your CB radio with you. Though. Oh, yeah. yeah, your ham yeah. radio. Yeah. You got to bring it. You got to get yeah. in a good. Make sure you, you know what. Go up to the attic because that's where you get the best reception. Mm-hmm. But make sure it's a creepy abandoned house because you—that's where yeah. you really. And also, just put your full trust in somebody when you find them and they're a stranger, as long as they also have a ham. Radio. I mean, if they're also ham radio, then they're clearly cool, trustworthy. Yeah. <laughs> no questions asked. I will protect you and yours <laughs> until the day we all die. We hope you enjoyed this episode of our La Casa rankings. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you. If you've been, uh, if you're new to the podcast or you have been listening for our four years, thank you so much for listening. We are very grateful that you are continuing to listen to this podcast because we have many more years to go. So please stick around. If you want to hear all of our past episodes, you can go to our website, newworldpicturespodcast.com. You can listen to all our old episodes. There's some articles there. There are t-shirts for you to buy. It's the Halloween season. Buy yourself a t-shirt. Treat yourself and help us keep this podcast going. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next month in Nightvember. Bye, everybody.